What's good, Bukago? How's everybody doing? This is episode 207 of the Spawn of Me podcast. I'm your host, Khalif Adams, and I'm joined this week and every week with my man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the man who brings all the radiator heat. <laughs> It is Cicero Holmes. How are you doing, sir? Yo, my heat is hot and dry, baby. Uh, you think that uh, I'll, be, I'll be whistling, too. So you think that it would be wet heat, that humidity heat. But nah, it's just dry heat. Be making them sandwiches, uh, grilled cheese sandwiches on the uh, on the radiators. I'm, I'm with that. <laughs> Grilled sandwiches on the radiator. Yeah, when, did, yeah. when did this happen? Yo, when, son, when come did, on, come did, on. Really? Come on. Yeah, son. I didn't yes. know that, that was a thing. Wait, on, yeah, that's a thing. Come on, I, was, I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, I see, didn't know that grilled cheese sandwiches on the radiator. See, that's that's how I knew. That's how I know you had a suspect Bronx upbringing. Because if you was in the projects, you knew about government cheese, grilled cheese sandwiches that where the cheese didn't melt. And then if you when you migrated out of the projects and you got your first crib, it was a crib with a radiator. And, you know, because uh, rents are so expensive, all you can have is grilled cheese sandwiches and you don't want to uh, turn on the gas. So you just put it on the radiator. Bam, so open the window. With, with that said, we're going to go to my other man, my mellow, <laughs> the Sooth kind of fellow who will hopefully be able to tell us through his science looks good experiments how actual radiated uh, uh, cheese sandwiches came to be. Sharif Jackson of SharifJackson.com. How are you doing, sir? Good, good, good. And it's simple thermodynamics, heat transfer. That's how go. it works. Though, it though I, I don't think I did a grilled cheese on the radiator, but I did do a um, grilled cheese with a uh, iron. Oh, yes. Um, See, I'm used to that. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that where you put like a towel or something over it and you like put that heat on it. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, I've... I've done it that way. Yeah, that's that's how I know. That's how I know you you had that Jersey upbringing because you could afford an iron. That's right. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I was Garden State. You got using irons. Right. Rain of plenty. Right. Yo. You got using iron. Yeah. I didn't know that, that was a thing. Place. I didn't know that was a thing. I it's one of those things where like I okay so I'm used to the 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 grilled cheese on the uh, on the iron part. Have you ever ruined an iron doing that? Did, like, well, I've did ruined you ruin doing many things? <laughs> unfortunately, oh, that's that sounded that sounded like a thruster bust move right there. Uh, not a thruster bust move, yeah. but but uh, yeah, I, I I was just the kind of person where I would like sometimes get those burn marks on the iron, you know. Which <laughs> oh, I know really what you're cool. saying. I know what you're talking about. I know yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, and, and and then those burn marks are there, and then you try to iron something that's white or light skin, oh. and the burn marks get once again thermodynamics heat transferred onto your clothes. Um, and it's not, not a good look. Also, <laughs> also, Reef just outed himself by having light skin shirts. He wow. just, <laughs> yeah, look. look, man. He's like, I'm not ashamed. Hi, he, he had high yellow shirts. Not ashamed at all. I like a diversity of colors. That is reasonable. Um, so thank you to everyone who is hanging out with us tonight here on Twitch live and everyone in podcast land. Thank you again for uh, coming through this week. Uh, and thank you for coming out last week when we were on the front page of Twitch, uh, hanging out for Black History Month. Um, again, if you have not uh, followed a lot of the people who are going to be doing uh, and being a part of that event uh, for this month, you need to go do that on Twitch. And if you need to do that on Twitter as well, because a lot of great uh, uh, streamers of color who are in that space uh, doing their thing real hard 
uh, and having fun out there and representing uh, all the people uh, out on Twitch and in Streamland. So definitely go do that stuff and make it happen. Uh, thank you again to everybody who's uh, supporting us on Patreon as well. Uh, we have some more dope stuff for you in store on that end too. So it is February. It is Black History Month. Um, it is the time of the year where we get to hang out with each other and talk about our blackness and talk about really dope things. It is also the time of the year where someone acts the fool because they feel like it is just that part of 2018 where they can do so. And it feels like the person who is like at the helm of the, the don't the no fucks ship is Twitch's Twitch's main man right now, Dr. Disrespect who is if if you have not heard of Dr. Suspect, he is right now the most like popular streamer on Twitch at this point. He is pulling in unbelievable numbers. He had left uh, about a month ago after some infidelity between he and his wife, um, took some time off and decided that he was no longer going to stream for a bit and try to get his house in order. Uh, he made his return this past week on Monday uh, to the tune of at least when I started to watch some of his stream in the beginning until maybe like an hour or two, he was at maybe 400,000 viewers on the front page of Twitch. Um, he had made at least 10, 10 grand in donations within an hour. Um, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty massive how much money he had made. Um, and it seems like he came back to some even, even, not bigger controversies, but another version of controversy. Um, if you had uh, seen his Twitter or you had seen some tweets uh, the other day, um, a gentleman named Jimmy uh, Jimmy Fuang or Jimmy JF Wong, uh, who is a actor and filmmaker over at uh, let's see, it was Video Game High School, uh, which was a really popular Twitter, I'm uh, not Twitter, uh, YouTube uh, channel and. Um, uh, video set. They had a had a whole bunch of different videos that they did that was really cool. A lot of special effects and kind of took that version of uh, YouTube filmmaking to another level, uh, which was really interesting and really cool. He kind of shouted out the fact that Doctor Disrespect in a lot of his videos or a lot of his Twitch streams would use this faux Asian accent or faux Chinese accent, and he would try to mock folks when he would play them with this accent because sometimes you'll cross over to cross over from one server to another and you'll wind up in another region and you'll have players from that region who um are of Asian descent or um who are speaking other languages and he would go into this really fake terrible accent um have anybody has anybody seen or or you know besides me I know I've watched some of his streams and stuff like that um have have either one of you watched his stuff Reef, have you seen any of Dr. Disrespect's stuff? Yeah, I watched a little bit of his stuff when he was nominated for that Trending Gamer on the uh, Game Awards. Right. Because um, I never heard of him, to be honest. Um, but I started watching some of his stream, and, you know, it kind of seemed like, you know, the kind of stuff that wasn't really for me, kind of like super silly. And, and I did see some of the accent stuff even then. Um, mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, this is another, like, you know, logan paulish kind of person that is meant for a much younger um audience that that is just not me you know so so like i kind of took it as something where like i was like all right like he's not being harmful he's just corny you know right, right. um but then when i saw this story i was like no this guy is actually being harmful like he has this huge range um and he's just like unabashedly doing these accents and then doubling down on them 
when people call them out on it. Right. You know? Um, and yeah, I, I mean, there are, you know, I, I, I always get worried in certain games like, uh, like a PUBG, which, you know, does have a big Chinese audience and like games like Starcraft, which have a big like Korean audience. I do worry always about, you know, there being like racial, like the, you know, just like racial remarks. And this is just a case where, yeah, somebody thinks that they can just get away with it and, you know. I'm just hoping that this is another case where, you know, one of these big range partner people actually pay for their actions and we'll see what happens. But, you know, um, if uh, history serves us well, um, you know, something will happen. But history has shown that it hasn't happened all the time. Uh, You know, I know Twitch is kind of doubling down with some new community guidelines so um i know that they're not in effect like as of right now but hopefully um you know this is the kind of stuff that can get stomped out um whether you're a partner with four hundred thousand views or somebody with you know five views so word word uh see what do you think about that what do you think about this whole doctor doctor disrespect disrespect uh well well look so, uh, so I guess first, first things first. Uh, you know, I found out about that Doctor Disrespect. Um, you know, when I started to investigate the the hoopla and the hype around PUBG. Um, mm. You know, I I got I didn't play PUBG for the first time until December uh, when it when it released on the uh, Xbox One X, mistitled Xbox One Infinite. Um, and then, <laughs> and then, still uh, on it in twenty eighteen. Hey, hey, still it, it, will, it will never oh die. It will, good names never die. Um, so, uh, uh, so uh, you know, I got to see him, and he. So, if you, you know, obviously, if, when you when you take a look at him, uh, immediately you can kind of you can kind of tell. You're, well, you're not sure. At least I wasn't sure if he was uh, satirizing the dude, bro. Uh, phenomena, or if he was like, you know, just a dude bro, and he was satirizing those people who satirize the dude bros, right? Um, and right, and, right. and 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 maybe maybe it started as the former, and it's turned into the latter, um, yeah. because because. Look, you know, the guy goes out there, he finds his audience, he is the dude broiest of the dude bros, um, and part of his stick is to, you know, disrespect and, and kind of talk down to um the the his audience and, and you know, and sometimes he 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 uh to to borrow a wrestling term, he breaks cafebi and he'll he'll actually talk talk from his heart or uh, talk about his life as he did when he when he wound up leaving Twitch for for a month to get his house in order. Um, but the the thing the thing is that when things like this happen, whether this guy is playing a character or whether this is who he is, you know, this is just an extension of his personality. This is this is to be expected. These types of things, based on the type of person that Doctor Disrespect is is supposed to be, um, we can get mad, and and in much the same way 
that we got mad about the things that uh, PewDiePie did and, and, you know, all the other assholes that were out there, um, you know, and, 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 and not to say that white men have have, uh, you know, they have exclusive reign. They have the trademark on being an asshole. They have the they own the copyright. Um they they kind of do have a stranglehold on the market like you know if if you know if you've got if you've got a white dude on the, on the internet uh especially one that is streaming video games uh it, the the likelihood of him being an asshole is pretty high um and you know it's it's People like our homeboy Grand Pooh Bear, that's not an asshole, that is is really kind of the anomaly in in you know, in in the the white guy, the white, you know, white guy out there streaming streaming games on the internet. And so like I'm not surprised by this. Um we can we can yell and scream and, and you know and and be be angry about it and talk about protesting him and 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 all that jazz but the reality is until he has something to lose there's you know he's not going to change his behavior he's not going to see that his be- there's anything wrong with his behavior because he's getting donations from his community he's fine yeah but the thing is it shouldn't matter whether he sees it or not the platform that he's using to make money off of that's the rules that should, um, you know, cause him to falter. I don't care about whether he has some understanding that what he's doing is wrong, because I think people like that never do. But if he's using Twitch, Twitch should be like, yo, that's against our community guidelines. We can't bang with you. Uh, well, hold, hold on one second. Well, hold on one second. Okay. Because what I want to, because I want to, I want to play the clip. Okay. Uh, for for the audience at home. Word. Uh, because yeah, we're going to talk about some of the community stuff and what Twitch is doing, uh, what they've kind of uh, said they're going to do in the next couple of weeks. But I want to play the, the the clip from what he said after being called out about it, and then uh, he had a response to his viewers uh, this week. Uh, got friends I can call right now that are multicultural, multiracial. I love, I love it. Mrs. Assassin, my wife, multiracial. All the way from the small island of Molokai. Lots of Filipino blood. Uh, I love it. And you got this idiot on Twitter. This idiot searching for debt. This, this desperate for attention wannabe idiot. Right? Trapped in a box. Trapped in a gated community. A private school, if you will. Um, clueless. Absolutely clueless. And you know what? We don't pay attention to those guys at all. <laughs> You can go on my Twitter and see what you, you can see what the uh, focus is. You can see what the whole bannering is about. If you read his Twitter feed, it's just, it's laughable. It's comedic. Um, please, please t- don't tell me that guy's going to be a politician. So, so he doubles down. Yeah. Right. And, and he does, he does the like, but I got friends who were right. blah, 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 right. this and that. And it, Go ahead. I know. I know. You two were gonna. We're, we're having a back and forth. I, I'll let you kind of jump back. Well, in I, on the, well, no. I, I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. Is somebody like that? I don't expect him to grow as a person. Like he's old enough. He is who he is. I don't care. What I care about is him using a platform that should have something that they stand by in terms of these guidelines, how they want people to be treated, um, and like how they, you know, look at different kinds of language that like guy that like guy. 
that like a U, that the UAUs. I'm not trying to let him off the hook. I mean, I think he's he's an asshole, um, and I don't think people like that should be able to profit off of certain platforms. Now, if he wants to build his own platform or go to some freaking alt right version of Twitch or something, whatever. But like when he's going to something that claims to be against this stuff, that's what I have a problem with. I guess my question to both of you is because I've, I've probably consumed more of his stuff than and than either of you have. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of me that for a while actually kind of liked his shtick, right? right? Where he was he was basically the like cover of Far Cry Blood Dragon, mm-hmm. like come to life. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he was he was that person. He was right. like it's, it's, trying it's, it's to like, like embody. Satire, right. He was right. embody the '80s kind of. You know, uh, Carl Weathers, Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. hand hand clap. You know, right. like pump the fist nice. thing. Mm-hmm. And it was and it was it was interesting the fact that this specific thing was finding a home on the front page of Twitch, where a lot of people didn't get that version of it, but they did get the bravado, which was the thing that, that I'm sure pulled in a lot of people that um, like his stuff. And it was funny because like I'd hear people who I respect who were like our age who would be like. Oh, I watch Doctor Disrespect stuff because he seems like he's he has he has something here that's pretty interesting, um, in whatever way it may be. Um, I, I I'm trying to figure out what's the like was there a way for him to have addressed this in a reasonable way, even though he's he's done this thing because well, he went left. He didn't he didn't do the he didn't do the actual thing that he should have done. But what what would have been the reasonable way to kind of address this? Well, well, I think I think, uh, you know, this is this is the disconnect for for us and for you, Ka, is that he believes he did, uh, uh, right. you know, respond to this in a reasonable way um, by just kind of laughing it off. Like, look, guys, I can't possibly be racist because, you know, I. I I've taken pictures. It's kind of it's the Don Jr. offense uh, uh, defense. You know, my dad can't possibly be racist because he takes pictures with rappers and and <laughs> and, and other sundry black folks. So um, you know, I mean, but that's that's the thing, and that's it's a it's a classic excuse used by many people um, that are you know not within our, di- our diaspora to to kind of uh explain away any type of problematic thing that they do from you know from here into eternity and and to be fair in his heart of hearts i don't believe that dr disrespect is a a a racist asshole he's an asshole's asshole but he's not a racist asshole i don't think he is but it it's the danger in it is not understanding how uh, how tone deaf you sound when you say things like I can't you know this is ludicrous because I you know my wife is of you know may or may not right. be of Asian descent I've got you know there's I've got a a whole contact list full of multicultural people that I can you know that I can call on that yeah, that you know funny. I mean you know like look. Some of the most racist things that I say are to my girlfriend, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, like, who happens to be white. So, like, I mean, these those are those are the things like, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't it doesn't excuse away any of the things that you do. Um, 
I I disagree, Reef. With with Reef, I understand exactly what you're saying. I understand um, your want to have uh, Twitch be a safe place for for all people. Um, but I I I would walk back from uh, the comment of saying that Twitch should do something like that. Twitch should be um, putting some type of sanction or some type of uh, um, you know he should get some kind of demerit for using a voice and then not apologizing for it because you know you know it, it was problematic uh it could be construed as being racist but it wasn't it wasn't blatant racism and you know and we've seen it like we've seen it in, in i'm sorry that, dude though. it was pretty blatant that's pretty racist. blatant i disagree with that you 100 okay. all right all right that's super and, and 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 like I would agree with you if Twitch did not have guidelines that specifically went against it. Mm-hmm. If if like they were like, hey, we're a free women site and we support free speech mm-hmm. in, in all aspects, and I'd be right. like, okay, this is the kind of crap that you have to deal with in that kind of um, environment. Right. But they're trying to project themselves as you know um, right. more progressive than that, and this is right. the time when the rubber hits the road. Like, right. like uh, it's I don't know. I I. Yeah, that's that's my view on it. My my only my my bigger issue is with the fact that Twitch has promoted Dr. Disrespect in a way that we've not seen since probably Man versus Game um who always who which is interesting interesting uh interesting uh, also because it it seems like all the folks who wind up getting the top spot on Twitter uh, I mean on Twitter on Twitch at some point wind up burning themselves out with some version of a controversy, man versus game uh, had to take some time off for drug abuse. Right. Now we see man versus game with infidelity. And now with, with some racism topped onto it, like racist sprinkles on ice cream. So, <laughs> so it's like, it, it feels like there's this level of like, once you get to a certain level on Twitch, all your real shit comes out and, and then, and then, and then it fucks up. Cause my thing is like, you don't just come up with this thing as a, as a gag. You know what I mean? Right. Like this isn't a thing that you do randomly one day and then keep going with it. You go with it because one, you it's something that you might have done before. Right. Well, uh, it comes. In, in, it in, comes in, from. It comes from somewhere. Inside. Yeah, it comes from somewhere. It right. doesn't come from somewhere. And it's weird because like I was looking up his his information, right? And he was um he used to work for Sledgehammer Games on um, some of the Call of Duty games uh, as a map designer, I believe. Uh, and it's like you can see the kind of tra- transition from that to this. And I wonder if this is, again, I guess it's racist. I think it's racist. It's absolutely racist. Um, two, it feels like this is the, 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 the spotlight going to your head a lot where you feel like you can do this and get away with it. But also, again, Twitch has known about Dr. Disrespect for a long time. There's a vetting process that goes along with getting uh, sponsorship. There's one that goes along with getting the kind of promotion that you get when you get flown out to TwitchCon sure. when you get flown out to do press events and all the other folks who are supporting him, G fuel and all the uh, chair people who, who are giving him stuff and razor, which has its own problems and all these other people who are like, you have to have seen this content somewhere. It's not right. like he's, it's not a one-off when they're like multiple numerous videos of it on the internet. So that makes me think that, Again, somebody at some point let this slide, kept letting it slide until they figured out, well, if he just pulled in 10 grand in donations 
in right. an hour and had how much of that did we watching. get right how like how much of that bottom line did they get off that which right. is another which is a whole another issue right. in and of itself right so you can you promote black history month on one end but then you also have this other side of the thing where you have your top streamer basically having all these racist uh racist moments on on your platform yep. there's a lot of stuff in there to kind of dig through um yeah and i feel and, like and, and, and I, I also do think that racism against um asians in america is not always taken as seriously that is true. like as, that is racism true. Absolutely. against african-americans against Absolutely. jewish americans right or you know even against like uh like uh like Latinos, and I can right. guarantee you, if it was something where like he was trying to imitate one of those groups, I think he would have faced more immediate. Oh, he and he stuff. already has. He's already so. he does he does faux Mexican, faux Spanish. Oh my god! Uh, on on his stream right. too. But again, uh, again, this is so uh, you know, like I hate to harp on it, and I hate to be the one that actually I kind of love it. But I, you know, to be the one <laughs> who 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 talks about like you know, I like I understand the idealized version of what you're saying, and and I I agree with that. But but the reality is that not only is the is he speaking to an audience, much like our president, not only is he speaking to an audience. Um, he's speaking with his audience and his audience speaks this way. And I'm not saying that it's right, but part of the reason that he won't be penalized is because the people that are the, the gatekeepers, the people that are, are responsible for, for uh, making sure that this type of stuff uh, is, is uh, curated in, in, in a way, understand that they understand that this, not small subset of this community sounds exactly like this guy. And they're not emulating with him. Uh, they're not emulating him. They're conversing with him. And, and, you know, and we, and we've, you know, much to our chagrin, we have to understand that. And, and I think that when we understand that we will have, a uh, we'll better be able to equip ourselves with the tools and the weapons to combat this type of just ass hattery. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff to kind of dig through. And we, again, hope that Twitch is going to, you know, figure out better ways to moderate this stuff and also to make sure that this stuff doesn't really get any more traction. Because that's what it is. It's like once you give someone that kind of space to run rampant like that, then there is no really putting it back in the bottle. Nope. And you can't right. now because you just you've given that space so much air to breathe. So um, speaking about Twitch and uh, they have put out or at least proposed um, some new policies about sexual harassment and sexual content. Uh, speaking of like uh, folks who are uh, problematic streamers, Trainwreck, who had his quote unquote titty streamers uh, rant <laughs> a couple months ago. Um, you know, he's a whole he's another another problem in there. Um caught some flack and got a five day ban because of it. Um, and we've seen over the past couple of months and especially, you know, when you get to front page and you, you're on there and you see a lot of the stuff that comes into your feed, um, you wonder, are people kind of maintaining any decorum or maintaining any rules in the back of the, the back of the house about what can be said and what can be done on, on the platform. It seems that they've taken some steps towards that, or at least are trying to, um, where basically you can get caught out there if you do some stuff offline 
you can be uh, held accountable on the platform itself through a ban, or a, a lifetime ban, an immediate ban. Um, there's a couple of things in the article from Kotaku about this that I want to read off really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says that they will be looking at contextual elements such as stream titles, camera angles, emotes, panels, uh, attire, overlays, and chat moderation, offering access to prohibited uh, sexual content such as lewds or on, on Twitch remains prohibited. Prohibited. Uh, some Twitch streamers maintain alternate revenue streams tied to activities such as camera performances. Um, they also talked about attire, which was, again, the whole conversation about um, women who supposedly are making more money on Twitch because they are just showing their breasts in the camera. Um, they said, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, that they're going to, um, they had one about nudity and conduct involving overtly sexual behavior, uh, but they said their new policy warns that streamers cannot wear attire intended to be sexually suggestive. Among the clothing spe- specified are undergarments, intimate apparel, uh, exposing or focusing on male or female genitals, buttocks, and nipples. Uh, Twitch blog post expands on those rules by offering a loose dress code. Attire in gaming streams must at uh, I'm sorry. Attire in gaming streams must at home streams, and all profile channels imagery should be appropriate for public street, mall, or restaurant. As a reminder, we will not tolerate using this policy as a basis to harass streamers on or off Twitch, regardless uh, of whether you think they are breaking this rule. The blog post said. So yeah, I think that this is definitely going to discriminate more against women either way. Because then you have to try to figure out what version of suggestive is suggestive, and what version of uh, ver- what version do you think is going to be um, appropriate, dependent upon what 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 version of you know rule set are we going to be using here? Yeah, uh, it's an interesting move. Um, and there's one last thing I wanted to read. Um, about that, uh, it says additionally. I'm sorry. Uh, it says that. Let me let me find that one part. You need some um, reading glasses. I have my reading glasses on. You shut up. I know how to read. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Twitch does take action and infractions even at, uh, against high profile cases and harassment. Uh, inciting behavior have resulted in mere suspensions. Last year, one streamer was uh, went on a rant about about what he was talking about against the titty the titty streamers, quote unquote. Um, and what uh, Twitch went and came back with uh, was that the let's see that they will not be monitoring other platforms in in uh, specific ways. Uh, so when you file a report, uh, users can then provide documentation that illustrates harassment from any source. So that means they'll be looking at not only their own platform, but we've seen it happen before where you know streamers have multiple multiple places where they go. So a lot of times people will take their stuff from Twitch, move it over to YouTube and also bounce this stuff off Twitter. So like if you had beef and you started on Twitch and you wound up over there, over on Twitter, someone can see that and say, okay, you're using that to harass another streamer that is is on our platform and they may take action against that. So that's interesting. That's a new twist to, 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 to kind of moderating your own platform in other spaces too. Um, what do you what do you think about that? See, uh, any any thoughts about you know how that's going to kind of look? Man, I feel a certain kind of way about it. I, I mean, it, it is so. You know, on the one hand, you don't want someone to be harassed, right? 
Um, and and it, these are all social media platforms, and you know, and they 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 have their different arms of kind of the same thing. So you you know, you don't want someone to be on stream and be harassed by you know a user or a group of users, and then leave that stream, and then you know try to try to uh, you know fall back onto Twitter or just checking things out, and then continue to be harassed by that that same group of people. Um, but at at the same time, it it almost it 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 has the potential of being arbitrary, if. Twitch has an axe to grind against a particular user, um, you know, whether it be whether it be their, you know, the, the, the streamer that they feel is being harassed or, you know, as the harassee or the harasser, um, they can there's a lot of wiggle room and, and you know, a lot of the, the ability for them to be dis- discretionary or uh, gives them a lot of uh, discretionary room to determine how someone can be uh, penalized. So, you know, I I, I always kind of worry about those things. I don't know, but but I think that's the responsibility of any platform. Like, I agree. The platform has the power, like, and you should only use a platform if you agree with how they, you know, use that power. And, yes, I, I do agree. You do have to trust that you know, Twitch has put down laws that they themselves can abide by as well and that, you know, and that they won't abuse it. <clears throat> um, but I think that this is fine, personally. I don't have any problems with this. Um, with this. I, I think that they need to protect their brand and they need to make sure that um, it represents what they want it to represent. Um, and the people that use it should agree with what, you know, Twitch wants their platform to represent. Um, I do agree, Kyle, which what you said in in terms of like what is suggestive or not. I do think that they need to be a little clearer. Um, um, perhaps I know this might sound crazy, but perhaps even something a little closer to um, not a dress code in terms of what you can wear, but a dress code in terms of what you obviously cannot wear. Um, and they kind of got on that. But my worry is that much like we've seen in the news with people like uh, uh, Teacher Bay and these and News Bay and this stuff, your body type plays a huge role in terms of what's considered suggestive or not. Right, exactly. Right? So, exactly. so like, so if there's a uh, woman with a large chest that's wearing a regular shirt, somebody like Trainwreck would call her like a titty streamer, mm-hmm. you know, right. just because it's 90 degrees in the house and she's just wearing a regular shirt. Right, You right. know, so, so I think that they do need to be a lot more clear because I think that this that what this is um, has the danger of doing is penalizing people for you know being more shapely and like uh, curvy um, and like wearing things that people of, of other body types can uh, can get away with. I you know personally and uh, we, you know we had this conversation I guess a while ago when when uh, Twitch came out with these. The, you know the first set of broad broad rule sets and 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 I you know I want to shout out easy peasy in in the in the chat uh who's talking about uh, uh just the puritanical obsession that Americans especially have with sexuality and when and when we say sexuality let's let's really be honest let's it's women's sexuality and and the agency that women can have uh, with their bodies, 
And, and you know, while I do think it's a little disingenuous for, uh, for women to come on and, and, you know, wear whatever, G-strings or not, not G-strings, but bikini tops or, you know, whatever it is. I think it's just disingenuous to say, oh, you know, I'm just out here streaming. I'm just gaming. Um, look, if you don't like it, don't watch it um, is, is really kind of my point. Like, I wouldn't, like, I may not like it. I may not uh, go and watch them. But I don't necessarily, from from an idealistic standpoint, I don't have a problem with with a quote unquote titty streamer. Like if if, if that is the way that if you're going to go out there and game and you're OK, like, you know, no one's coercing you to dress this way or to do this thing. If this is the way that you want to uh, make your living or supplement your your income by doing this or and and people are willing to pay you then go right ahead. It's not illegal. Go and do it. The other part of this conversation that I find interesting that I don't think anybody's really touched on yet is when you, because this is is starting to get to a level where they're talking about kind of blocking out call-out culture too in some ways, which I am not a huge fan of call-out culture, but I feel like when you start to take things in a direction where you're like, if you are offline and you are not on our platform, and you are saying things to another streamer that are, you know, could be construed as being harassment or could be construed as doxing or, you know, any of that stuff. Where does that line kind of go? Because look at it like for real, for real. We just called out Dr. Dr. Disrespect. Right. On our show. Right. On Twitch. I promoted it on Twitch and on Twitter. I wonder if. Someone could then take that clip and say, "What? These, no. no, but I'm saying, no, but I'm saying, but look at it this way. It's not like I'm chasing dude down and being like, yo, you mad racist, you mad racist.' But I'm saying, if you took out, if you took some level of calling someone else out, and you, we've seen the folks that we roll with. I, I will gladly put up my SJW hand and put it on a stack of uh, uh, Willamette Weeklies." Uh, (laughs) but it's like i can do that stuff and and have a lot of people who follow me who follow uh uh, all of us on in the crew and you see you've seen a snowball happen where you said a provocative tweet that other people have picked up on and have run with and that can be construed as 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 dogpiling or that can be construed as as harassment so i wonder how that's going to look in terms of folks who are in that space, who are doing that moderation and, and, and trying to figure out where their boundaries are and how that works. Because again, like you said, Reef, it's very, very just like in the ether of like, what are the actual rule sets and where are the goalposts? Go ahead, Reef, you look like you want Yeah, but I think in terms of harassment, I don't think anything we've said, calling somebody out is not harassment. Like, I don't like, know. It could it, be. It is not, in no sense of the word, is that not harassment if you said you don't, you did something and I disagree with you. Fake news. Fake like, news. That's not harassment. Like uh, we have conversations every week about stuff that we disagree with. Most shows talk about stuff they agree with or disagree with. It. It's how you handle it. You know, now, now, like if like uh, we were like, you know, um, you know, contacting this dude or, to, or telling everybody to like get at this dude, then, then you might have a uh, different story. But, if 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 we're just saying, yo, this guy did something messed up, that is not, 
I don't think that is. I don't think you have to worry about that being. I, I don't. I don't think that it's going to be a thing. I'm just trying to look at it from multiple angles and seeing. You know, we li- we live in very interesting times in which a lot of people don't understand how actual cause and effect work. People jump into conversations way late all the time, don't get any context, don't understand how facts work. So it's like you have to then kind of pull yourself back a step and say, uh, you know, how will someone else might view, how will they view this through their prism? And will that prism, uh, you know, cause some cause some some harm or injury to yourself in some way? It's happened before. I've seen it. And I've been I've been in one of those one of those sessions where I, I called somebody out on something and they felt it was dogpiling because I had because I, I'm lucky enough to have a fairly OK amount of followers on Twitter. So it depends. So I don't know. Right. I, well, go I, 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 last, I think last, people last would do that. I, I just don't think that the company would do that. So. All right. So, yeah. 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 No, no, no. I, I was just I was just going to say that I think that, uh, um, you know, harassment is subjective. Um, like you can you can look at the word and what is meant by it and and everything else um, and say, well, you know, clearly I'm not harassing someone. I'm just pointing out facts or I'm just, you know, making a critique of the of that person. Um, and and I, you know, I like I feel like, yes, that could be true. But there are plenty of people who have been critiqued again. Let's look at, 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 you know, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, That guy is he is the most uh, harassed person on Earth because he is he is critiqued all the time because of the things that he does. He is justifiably critiqued. But if you hear him speak on it, he is being harassed. He is being. uh, Yeah, but that's not like. I don't know. I don't right. think it's, it's not right. It's not, it's not real. Right. It's right. not. It's not right. And it's not real for you. And, I, you know, and to be honest, I don't think it's real for him. But when he goes out and he talks to other people, when he talks to his sheeple. Right. It's real for them. So right. when they come back and, you know, when he sicks it, when he sicks his dogs, his dogs believe that he's the only one with meat. Yeah, I don't believe I don't believe that I don't believe that he's being harassed either. But I feel like like C said, there are a sec- there are a subsect of people who totally feel that if you tell them the truth, they are definitely being harassed. Yep. And, yep. and other people who are in that space will jump in there and feel like, yeah, you are definitely doing the harassment. Right. Yeah, it's I, a weird thing. It's not it's like yeah. it's not real for people who are reasonable, but we're yeah, all reasonable. Think, uh, Right. I think we're coming from, I guess we're having different conversations because I'm talking about an organization defining harassment and you guys are talking about individuals. Fair, fair. Defining but harassment. but if if the so the organization can determine that you're that you're not being harassed. But if you continually go back to them and especially if you're someone of of note on their platform, if you keep going back to them and you keep saying that I'm being harassed because these people are saying X, Y, and Z. Eventually, something's got to give. And also, and also, another point to that, Reef, because I'm I'm happy you brought that up. And I, I think we I think we are talking about the same thing in some ways. Where where yes, you do have the internet culture version of that. You do have the establishment uh, business entity version of that as a platform of that. But again, we've seen in the past what two years or so. 
all the stories that have come out about who are the people who are in charge, who are the sleeper cell right wing people, who are the people who are the folks who are at these companies who don't think like we do and don't feel like social justice is an actual thing to, to, to care about. We've seen some strides coming from Twitch, but we've also seen a lot of, you know, let the let the people run wild and do whatever the fuck they want until mm-hmm. something goes until something goes wrong. So I don't this is me saying that I don't have enough faith and I don't know yet about who are the people who are going to be touching those buttons behind the scenes uh, mm-hmm. who, who are going to be those moderators. It's more about that than it is about me trying to, you know, me, me, me being uh, kind of extra cautious in, in, in thinking about call out culture from from a reasonable standpoint. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to balance that out in my head too of like right. well I don't know who those people are yet. We don't know who the we don't know who the gatekeepers are on the moderation space cuz we haven't right. seen them until we started doing the Black History Month stuff or stuff that Tanya was doing when she went to Twitch. Right. Or some of those folks. Like we're still trying to figure out who those people are and if those people can be trusted. So Okay. We're going to we're going to we're going to hold off on that discussion for now. Shout out to Mega Ran who just jumped yeah. in the chat. Shout out to Mega Ran. Oh, uh, my twin is in the building. Nice, nice, nice. You came in right when we were about to take a break. Awesome. So we're going to take a 2 minute break. We'll be right back after this. What's good internet? This is Austin Walker, aka Professor Killer, aka David Foster Flawless, aka Bars Von Trier. You already know what it is. And since you do, you should also already know that Spawn on Me keeps it real when it comes to games, culture, and holding it down even when the world is on fire. Welcome to Chicago, y'all. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 207 of the Spawn on Me podcast. Thank you for all hanging out during our break and for chilling with us in the cut. Uh, we are super happy to have you here. Uh, we have one last story for episode 207. Uh, and it's something that I'm, we're going we're gonna to end it on a really high note. Something that we talked about. A couple of times uh, over the past couple of weeks in terms of uh, Overwatch and Overwatch League, uh, it seems to be that Overwatch League is going to get its first woman uh, player into the league for the Shanghai Dragons. Uh, Overwatch player Gaguri, who is a... uh, What 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 character does she play? Zarya. Zarya, Zarya, yes. My favorite, one of my favorite characters, yeah. uh, Zarya. She's a Zarya main and one of the best on the planet. Uh, seems like she's going to be jumping in and uh, jumping into the league. Which, see, Mister Cicero Holmes, this great subnosticator, subnosticated <laughs> himself into that joint um, and talked about it and got it in there. Um, See, I want you to kind of jump into this first and, and talk about your feelings on this one. Well, I, you know, look, I'm happy that it happened. Uh, you know, obviously, like we, you know, we talked about it a few weeks back, and I was saying that you know it was terrible that it hadn't happened already, um, but that it was going to happen quickly um, because these things move quickly like that, and and um, you know, it's it's a thing that happened. Uh, I believe that she's going to go in there and she's going to kick ass because she is a kick ass player. She's, you know, one of the, the best players for that character in the world. Um, so, and then, you know, and then whatever type of myth that needed to be busted, whatever type of stereotype that, that pre existed that, you know, prevented these other, uh, team owners from signing women, 
um, will be will be shattered, and and you'll have women in there because they're players. They're video game players. There there is no strategic uh, physical advantage that men have over women when it comes to playing video games. So players are players are players. Um, you know, all you need to do is have the ability to play this game at a high level, and and you should be able to play it uh, professionally. Done. Reef, what do you think? But okay, first of all, it's one woman. Like I, I, I agree. She's the most high profile pro pro female player. Um, she's the one that people were talking about. But I don't want Overwatch League to be feeling themselves too much after this. That's one woman, <laughs> right? In your whole, and not only that, she's going to one of the worst teams in the whole Overwatch League that is has not won a game yet. Mm-hmm. I'm know? not mad at that though. She could be the goat, right? So, like she she could be the she could be the person that turns that team around. She could be the Jackie Robinson, the Barack um, Obama, or she could be she like could be... the uh, the uh, Anthony Davis, um, right. you know, or the or the Mitch Richmond right. uh, mm-hmm. of this team, where where like she puts up the numbers and she's really good, but they say, well, her team sucks, right? You know, mm-hmm. she's in a hard position because she's really good. Um, she's going to get a ton of of attention. Um, both like positive and negative. Um, who knows if the players and or the coach are 100% on board with it based on some of the um, statements that we heard from like some of the other people that we reported on in the previous weeks where like people were essentially saying that all oh, the league isn't ready for this and you got to live with the teams and this chemistry and, and they menstruate. <laughs> oh my God. Um, you know, so. You know, so, so like I don't want them to feel I don't want them to feel themselves too much. Like this is a great start. That yes, you got the freaking like top top pro player that you should be embarrassed that you didn't have at the beginning or right. like didn't even try to get. But yeah. let's keep the momentum going. You know, um, I gotta give and you know. So I'm happy for it, but at the same time, I'm like, clap, clap. Now get to work and 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 get some more. Yeah. I gotta give I gotta give props to Puss Gums in the chat for saying uh, she's an off tank player, diva, and Roadhog as well. I believe okay. that's what you were trying to allude to. Okay, um, which yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think I I thought of like Zarya because there was a story where people literally thought that she was cheating. Yeah, she, she was, was so right, good. right, because she was so um, good, and she basically had had to like make a video showing her kicking ass, and then like people were like, oh. Okay. Right. Well, here's my question. Here's my question. Oh, go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No. Well, well, I was just going to say this. So, uh, Reef, you're 100% right. But like I said three weeks ago, um, it's, you know, it's a shame that, that that was a conversation. It's a shame that it's a conversation now that we're talking about the first woman in, you know, in a video game. I mean, this is, you know, it's not the NFL. It's, it's Overwatch. Like, you know, people, people should be able to play, period. Right? But... In three weeks, they were able to course correct. So, so I believe again, I will preach patience. It's a shame that I have to preach patience because it should already be done. But I will say yet again to Bercago, be patient. Things will, things will change. It'll be fine. My quick question to both of you uh, before we get up out of here is, do you think that Overwatch League is going to do anything special for her arrival, do you think that they're going to do any extra promotion because she's joined the league? And do you feel like this is going to be something that brings an influx of women uh, to the league and into viewership? I'll start off with you, Reef. Uh, 
I do think that they will market it um, because I think that, again, I think that the reason that they made this move was not because they they got enlightened, but because they saw a marketing opportunity. I just kind of see it in a cynical way, kind of like that. So I think that they're going to market the hell out of this. Um, expect the uh, the um, commentators to focus on her a lot, um, and expect their you know like the uh, like like during the pre and like uh, and like post game stuff. Expect them to talk about it a lot as well. <coughs> and I think it will be inspirational. I mean, I think sometimes you just need that person in the thick of it doing stuff um, to for it to be real. You know, um, Overwatch has you know a pretty diverse like community in general. Um, and yeah, I definitely think that like seeing somebody on there doing well is is going to be a um, inspiration. It can also have a con because if she's there and, she, and she's getting just crapped on like the whole time, not in terms of the game, but like by the commentators, by the players, like, like, like we already had like a one player that was like suspended for a homophobic like remark. Who knows what kind of remarks that like they're gonna be making to like a her actually during the games as well. So I think let's, there's pro- let's just hope that Doctor Disrespect isn't in the house when she's playing. Oh my god! Um, yeah, um, um, I hope there's pros pros and cons, but the pros do outweigh the uh, cons. And I'm glad that um, she's there because again, she's an amazing player and she deserves to be featured in in this league. Word? Uh, see, last word on this before we go. Uh, yeah. So uh, you said, uh, will will uh, will, will Blizzard do it? anything? Will Blizzard promote it? Will they do anything special? Will it inspire? Uh, will it inspire other women? Uh, my answers are no, no, yes. Um, it is. Will they promote it? They probably will promote it. I don't think they should. Like, I really, I really am against uh, making a big deal out of it because it shouldn't be one. And you know, I mm. like I, I can't emphasize that enough. Um, and but but they may. I would hope that like I would love for the media to make a big deal out of it. I don't want like sure. I would if 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 I had my druthers, I would tell you know I would. I would be, uh, 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 you know, I would be leaking like a sieve uh, if I was Blizzard to every media outlet that would listen and and talk about it so that they could run tons and tons of stories in in the gaming press, but not directly from Blizzard, not directly from the Overwatch League. Um, So, yeah, so that they could they could, you know, they can allow the 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 messaging that they want to get out to get out without them actually doing it to make a big deal out of it um and just allow her to be another player amongst all the other players um but i think if they did it if they went that route and people were paying attention to the media um surrounding overwatch the overwatch e-league um that may interest other women and, uh, you know, in terms of getting them to view and watch it and, and, and gain a, a level of mainstream acceptance for, uh, for the league itself. Uh, I think that would be the, the best way of, of, about going, uh, you know, going about things. So nice. Okay. So we're about to get up out of here again. Thank you to everyone who has listened to the show tonight here on Twitch and in podcast land. And before we go, just like every show, 
I'm gonna give it to Brother C to give us with the soda meat. The soda media. The, the soda media business. Soda, soda media business. Soda media business <laughs> from Butwe. Otay. Otay. Um. Social media business is as follows. If you want to follow us on Twitter, go to at Spawn on Me. If you want to follow us individually, check the bios. Our information is right there. Uh, check us out every Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Pacific, 10.30 Eastern, right here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Spawn on Me. Uh, and then catch us every Tuesday on the Podcatcher of Choice. If it is a place where you can rate and review, please do so. And obviously, subscribe. Tell all your friends. If you want to send us a message, that is more than however many characters Twitter allows nowadays. Uh, send us an email at spawnomepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, while you're subscribing to things, if you want to support us even further, and get some dope stuff like Spawn on Me After Dark. Make sure you check out our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Spawn on Me. Peace, love, Peace. hair grease, and we are out of here. Thank you for listening this week and every week. Peace. Peace. Peace.